Hello, you've homed in on the Bearded Beacon. I'm Seal, and unfortunately, not with me today is Chris, but he will show up in a segment later in the show. Last weekend, Chris and I went to O-Comic-Con, the Omaha Comic-Con in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Actually, it's in, funny thing is, it's in Council Bluffs, Iowa at the convention center there, just across the river. But uh, rumor has it that it's growing so much that uh, they're going to have to move venues next year, and I think it might actually jump back across the river and actually be in Omaha next year. But we'll see. Anyway, Okamakon, lots of fun. It was a three-day con, not um, not very big. I'd say kind of a, a small to medium size event, but still a good size. There was, I mean, there's there's a ton of people there. They the uh, the Mid America Center there in Council Bluffs. They took up pretty much the whole thing. Uh, lots of panel rooms. Uh, the dealer floor was pretty big. There was a little over 200 vendors there, I believe. They did a great job putting this on. The guys that the guys and gals that organized this thing did a wonderful job putting on this convention. Um, it was a lot of fun. Chris and I were there all three days and had a blast. We got to see uh, the highlight for me was on Saturday. Was it Saturday or was it Sunday? I forget. Hmm. I'm getting old. Might have been. It doesn't matter. It was either Saturday or Sunday. Anyway, Emilio Delgado and Bob McGrath of Sesame Street fame were there. They were they were two of the uh, celebrity guests. The show, they did a Q&A panel, an hour-long Q&A, and it was great. They had all kinds of just wonderful stories from the Sesame Street days, and they really peeled back the layers, and so you got to see behind the scenes of how the show was put together and, and kind of why they did some of the things they did. And all the what amazed me was the research that went into this show prior to them ever even recording an episode. They did they had mountains and mountains of research, and they continue to do research on on uh, on kids and behavior and demographics and all these things. And so there's a lot of thought that went into the show much more than even I thought they did. I thought you know it's like you think oh this is just a, you know a kid's show to help them learn how to read. Well, it's so much more than that. And it continues to be, even in the new HBO incarnation, they were, talked about that a little bit, continues to be even more than that. And so how some of the, the research and demographics are changing. And so they're changing up their tack to, to teach different skill sets and they even teach to a younger age now. Uh, they're, they're really reaching out toward uh, pre-K kids, uh, three and a half, four, five years old and, and teaching some lessons there. So it's really neat to see the show is still going and still evolve. It was such an important part of my life uh, growing up. I have uh, ADHD. I believe I've mentioned that on the show before. And a squirrel. So that's kind of my running joke at myself. But one of the things about that was so special to me about Sesame Street was you know, growing up in the 70s, nobody really knew anything about about that, about about attention deficit disorder and hyperactivity disorder and all that. I mean, it's kind of a thing. It was a fringe thing. There wasn't a lot of research on it. The the really heavy research started in the 80s and 90s. And now in, in the 2000s, we're just figuring out the brain chemistry behind it. But one of the things about Sesame Street, and I got to act, I got to meet uh, Emilio and Bob, Luis and Bob. They played their characters, Luis and Bob, on on the show. I, I actually got to meet them and talk to them a couple of times um, at at the con, and got to tell them kind of a little bit of my story about why you know why is Sesame Street so special to me, and why did it resonate with me all those years growing up? And it was because. I could sit down in front of that show, and at the time it was an hour, I could sit down for that hour during the day uninterrupted and all the noise in my head would shut off and I could focus on something and I could, and it was, and I didn't know it at the time, but it was a way that I felt normal. So um, I didn't have, you know, thoughts and things crashing into each other and all the noise and whatnot in my head and all the, you know, the jitters and, and that kind of thing. I could just sit down, relax, just relax, focus in, and it was great. It was good. Obviously, it's, you know, it's good quality programming for 
kids and, you know, you'd learn something and come away with something. But there was also a deeper connection for me in that it was it was uh, an oasis, if you will, uh, for me. So that was neat. I, that, that was really special for me to get to share my story uh, with those guys. And they were they were very, very kind, very receptive, just super, super nice guys. Um, if you ever get a chance to meet these guys at a, at a convention or some kind of event, do it. Just go talk to them, introduce yourself, say hi, you know, tell them what Sesame Street means to you. And, you know, just shoot the breeze with them. I mean, we got off on a tangent talking about Mexican food restaurants in San Antonio at one point. So it's just, they're just really nice, uh, amiable guys. So that was, that was really a, a highlight for me. Lots of, lots of other stuff going on. We got to, uh, Jeffrey Combs was there, talked a little bit about the reanimator days. He talked a lot about Star Trek, about Deep Space Nine. And that was, that was a lot of fun getting some of those stories and, and getting him talking about the, his acting process and, and that kind of thing and trying to find that character, the, the Wei Yun character and how quickly he had to do it. He didn't have a lot of time to, to do that, to come up with the character, but the way he did it was kind of neat. So if you ever get a chance to see him and hear his story, it's, it's really cool. Uh, Veronica Taylor, we, we, Chris and I got to go to a panel to hear her and of Pokemon fame. And she did the Ash, uh, the Ash Ketchum voice. And she did this whole conversation. She did like a three person conversation with Ash and his mother and someone else. And it was this whole, and she did this, this back and forth conversation between three people and was just jumping between the voices. And it was awesome. It was absolutely hysterical, but not just the celebrity panels. There was, uh, we went to a, a friend of Chris's, uh, did a panel on animation and he's, he's done some, uh, he's a flash animator and he's done some little star wars animated shorts and won won a couple uh, got some recognition won some awards for them uh, he showed us those are really funny uh but he got in it was cool because he got into again you're peeling back the layer and he gets into the process um or his creative process and his technical process which i i geeked out on so we got to see him you know here's you know, here's how i build all this stuff in flash and here's how we animate and this and that so it was it was really really fun I, I love that, all the technical stuff. So uh, we hit up a podcasting panel and met some folks. We, there's a lot of podcasters there. Um, that, that was really neat. We got to we got to meet some really cool folks, um, not just, you know, in sort of the geek community, but drilling down into the podcasting community. It was that was really neat to see so many to see so many uh, fellow podcasters there and got to meet some neat folks. And speaking of fellow podcasters, we got to meet Jesse from the Grolix podcast. And they're uh, friends of the show and, and uh, we enjoy listening to them and, and they've been listening to us and and uh, it's, it's kind of fun to meet someone, you know, that you've heard. It's like, oh, man, you know, it's like we've interacted, like, I think, Chris and, and them more than, than me, but now me and, and interacting with them on the Internet and hearing them. And it's like, oh, it's cool to meet them in person. But we got to uh, we got to, to shoot the breeze with Jesse for a little bit on Sunday as things were kind of winding down. And uh, I, had, I had a little bit of fun. I, I didn't I intended to do this, but I didn't tell Chris. And right at the last minute, I was like, oh, by the way, you're you're going to run this interview. So that was kind of fun to throw him under the bus a little bit, but he did a great job and we had a lot of fun with that. So kick back and listen to that for the next few minutes. Here is Jesse from the Grolix podcast from the show floor at O-Comic-Con 2016. Hey everybody, this is Seal from the Bearded Beacon. Chris and I are sort of live, live to tape here at O-Comic-Con. We're at the last day of the con. It's been a lot of fun. Um, we got hooked up with our buddy Jesse from the Grolix podcast we've sort of made friends with over the internet and now we get to see each other in person and this is really cool so say hi to everybody chris hi to everybody i'm here and uh i was just gonna ask jesse if he thinks that uh we look as good as we sound oh yeah yeah you're <laughs> handsome gentleman yeah. for sure you're much more handsome in person than you are on on the internet 
<laughs> so that's like the reverse of uh, Face for Radio, is that? <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. Face for TV, man. Oh, man. I doubt that's going to happen, but that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going anywhere near TV again. No. Ever. Never. Well, maybe sometime, but. Well, I think the TV station was here today, but I didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they pushed me out of a booth over, <laughs> like, a couple aisles over. They're like, oh, hey, uh, excuse me, uh, can we do an interview? Like, mid-sentence between me and another guy. I'm like, uh, yeah, who are you? What do you want? Go away. <laughs> Did they push you into children? <laughs> uh, they, they actually just kicked me over, and then they started stepping on me. So, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I mean, like. <laughs> I'm usually that, that point in the line where people go aim at to get through a line if they're going lateral to the line. So, or, yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's just the way it goes. So, the opposite of a yield sign. Yes. You're like, like run, please do run me over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was there when the fight would start off in high school, and, like, I would be right between the two people, and I'd be like, oh, why am I not a part of this? <laughs> <laughs> you should be punching me, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel so left out, don't you? I'm always. I'm See, always left out. that's why I gave you the microphone. I'm having you kind of conduct the interview because, you know, I have to do it all the time, and now he's waving the mic. can't hear. Uh, he's not saying anything really important. So. Levels, did. levels, levels. <laughs> so, Jesse, tell us about what, what you've got going on here at the con this weekend and what's it been like for you, and has it been successful, not successful? Obviously, I think it has been. You guys have been, we come by and we see smiles on your faces whenever we swing by. So just tell us a little bit about what y'all got going on. That's the amphetamines. <laughs> okay, maybe not, maybe not. But it, uh, O-Comic-Con, this is the second year, and uh, we, we were here last year. I think it's... I don't know what the official numbers are, but it seems like there's more people here. Uh, and we, I've been... Oh, uh, we weren't here last year, and we're here, so there's at least two more people. Yes, yeah, yeah. So they're already doing it better, you know. <laughs> and we've been here uh, with the Tank, Stomp, Tank Zombie Studios booth, which is, uh, uh, it's kind of an amalgam of uh, my webcomic and Axton Kaler's webcomic, which, uh, mine is tankmonkeycomic.com, uh, and it's about a tank driving monkey. And then zombieoakscomic.com, which is uh, about sort of about a zombie, like a zombie adjusting to suburban life post-zombification. So uh, we, we come together and we offer all sorts of different uh, prints and original artwork here at the table. And uh, so that's, that's kind of what we do to, uh, to make some money while we're, while we're enjoying our pop culture experience. So. So it's been it's been a good show. I think you know it's been pretty consistent. You know, like sales kind of trickle in and out, but you know, like they're consistent the whole time. So that's. Been and I saw Axton blowing kisses to random people. Does that does that usually help? I don't know if it helps, but it's a thing that he does. So. <laughs> usually those people are wearing diapers, and I'm hoping that they're always that young. But you know, I mean. Maybe it's a diaper fetish. Is it a diaper fetish, Axton? <laughs> He's nodding his head no, but I think the bowler is saying yes. He's wearing a, a, a jaunty bowler cap with a with a uh, a quail feather, I believe, in, in in the brim. So it's a it's a hawk. It's a bird of prey, and that's why he's blowing kisses because prey. Yes. <laughs> it's a chicken hawk. It's a chicken hawk. Not not a chicken hawk. <laughs> A much larger bird than that, I'm pretty sure, so. <laughs> yes. 
He didn't know he was going to be a subject in this, I don't think. So. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> nor, nor was he even uh, asked. <laughs> I'm beginning to regret handing you that microphone. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the direction this interview would take. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about the Grolix podcast. Yes. Okay. The Grolix podcast is a podcast that I do with my friend Randy. Uh, he's the... He's the audio and the technical side of things, and I uh, try to derail the conversation as much as possible. I usually just try to break the equipment, and he does all the other stuff. So yeah, yeah, I think you know that's that's the sign of a good team. <laughs> I think so too. Hey, watch this. <laughs> someone, someone doing all the work and spending all the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, like we'll cover different things. We usually hit. Um, we are kind of our main drive, our main segment is the poll list. And so we have a poll that we run on our, uh, on our website all month long. And so the audience gets to choose what we read. And usually, so far they've been very kind to us and we've been reading, you know, like awesome things. So, uh, you know, but they could, they could sign up and they get to write in what they want us to read and it could be- I wrote in My Little Pony this month, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean like that's what they could do and we would be stuck with it, but <laughs> nobody's done that yet, so, or, or you just did. I, I'm going to in, oh, going in like to. 10 minutes. Okay, good, good. Because <laughs> I feel like we're, we're really neglecting the brony crowd, so I mean, I think it's, it's a place we need to go. Well, it, some of the stuff here, yeah, I, I could see that, so, yeah. <laughs> the the Grolix podcast and the world are ready for it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> can you explain to everybody what a Grolix is? Uh, that's, a, that's a fair question, yeah. Uh, the Grolix is basically that little, uh, the symbols that would go above Kubert's head when he would get bonked in the head by a ball. And, and you know, like, we we're like, oh, it's so cute. Well, he's actually swearing at you. So it's, it's one way to, like, clean up uh, comics a little bit in, in terms of language. And so when you, when you see those little symbols, that's kind of a swear, that's what a Grolix is. And so our, our podcast is a clean language podcast, but every once in a while we'll throw in a little Grolix, uh, a little Qbert Grolix if, if the uh, language gets too saucy. So it's, we feel like it's a podcast that you could listen to with the kids around, but we do talk about a lot of adult themes. So the language is clean, the subject matter, not always, you know, like, but we like, to keep it pretty open so that people can, you know, listen to it even if the kids are home. Cool. We, we're similar in, like, the language part most of the time. We're starting to clean things up a little bit, but, yeah, and we, we... Well, again, some of the themes, some of the subject matter, it's like it, you know, because we spent a lot of time talking about the, that first half of the Jessica Jones series, and some of it's like, how do you... It's like, yeah, you can, you, you can clean up the language, but thematically it's like, no, kids should not be listening to this. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, like, and you can't talk about the Deadpool movie and say, yeah, this is a kid's movie. You know, no, no kids. Stay home. <laughs> well, cool. Um, thanks for taking some time to talk to us. It's been great meeting you. If people want to find you out on the internets, how do they do that? Where are they going to find you? Uh, you can find me at, uh, you can find me at tankmonkeycomic.com. You can find me, us at the GrawlixPodcast.com. Uh, you can find, uh, what's, what's our Weebly? is tankedzombiestudios.weebly.com. And that has uh, portfolio uh, examples you know, like for both of us. We've, we've, Axton's got his site set up where he's got a gallery of his work, and I have the same. So that's a, that's a, that's a good hub to find what we do. Cool. So I guess that's it for right now. That's it for right now. Um, uh, that's all from Omaha Comic Con currently. 
I'm sure we'll go back over it yeah. later at a later time. So we'll see if this one makes the light of day. It's a little loud in here, but I think we'll be all right. And thanks, Axton. You're very you're a good sport. You had a lot of inputs, and he <laughs> just blew you a kiss. And uh, I hope you're wearing diapers. Uh, talk to you all later, and bye bye. Bye bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that. We sure did have fun recording it. Um, in case you couldn't tell, yeah, we had a good time. Kind of bust each other's chops a little bit throughout that, but it's it was it was all in good fun. Uh, Axton, you were a very good sport. Uh, I believe I said that at the tail end, but you were you were a very good sport to put up with us idiots over there, kind of being heckle and jekyll and and, and goofing around. But so that was kind of O Comic Con 2016 for us. Uh, I know I gave a sort of a brief breakdown. We'll get Chris's thoughts on it later. He uh, he's got family in town this week. And uh, so house full of nieces and nephews and and his own kids and dogs and grandparents and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So he's a little bit busy, so I think we can forgive him this week. But we'll be back to recording regularly. Uh, We're actually going to record next week. So what we're going to do is, I don't know, we've, we've obviously, we tried to make this thing a weekly show, um, you know, at the beginning and we kept saying, oh, we'll be back next week, you know, and the weekly thing didn't work and the every other week thing didn't work. So I think the way we're going to go is I don't think we're going to go monthly. I think we're, I'm going to try and get us up every three weeks. So there's this week's episode that you're listening to right now. And we probably will release an episode next week. And I know that's not three weeks. It's coming against exactly what I just said, but the idea is we'll record two or three episodes next week, and I'm going to go ahead just to get a little momentum, release an episode next week, and then from there, probably every three weeks, we'll release an episode. So that's what we're going for. If things change, I'll let y'all know. We do intend to finish talking Jessica Jones, to finish up that series. We got through the first seven episodes on the podcast, and what we may do is kind of a recap all in one episode. Uh, we may just address eight through 13 in one episode of the podcast we haven't decided yet but that may be what we do just to just to get that done and and behind us because we do want to finish it and chris finally finished the show everybody so and i kind of want to go back and watch the back half again just to catch myself back up and so i can talk about it you know intelligently but uh that's the intent there we're gonna know we're gonna talk uh daredevil season two a little bit we're not gonna do we're not gonna do an episode by episode breakdown of that uh we'll probably just hit that in one or two episodes just you know give our thoughts and on it and just kind of an overall review and and uh, get each other's take on that and then we're looking at some indie comics and i'm going to be looking into we're going to dig into uh kind of go off the go off the grid a little bit i'm looking into uh some short films and and little independent projects and things like that that may not get a lot of run you know that the bigger the bigger shows do we're still going to talk you know the the, the big stuff once as the marvel shows come out we're still because we both watch them and you know we're both into the the cwdc shows and we'll talk about all the all the big fun stuff but there's a lot of little independent things out there that that uh we want to talk about too and and uh, give those people some love and because there's just there's so much talent out there y'all uh there's just so many amazing talented people my co-host among them he's uh he's kind of getting back to work on his comic so we're, we're definitely going to talk about that and feel free to give him a hard time on twitter about that you know hey how's it how's a comic book coming you, you writing that book lately you've you been working on that because he's like me he gets you know he gets all these ideas and wants to work on different things and the whole weekend he's like oh man i want to try this i want to try that and i kept coming back to you don't you have a comic book to write so it's, of course it's easy to it's easy to give him a hard time when he's not here to defend himself but i know he's i I know he's listening to this laughing because it's true. 
But anyway, so we're going to be talking about that, his comic, The Third Rail. We're going to get into that. And there's, I know there's a few others, a um, few new indie books that are coming out that, that uh, he actually picked up at the, the, he picked up at the con. We got to talk to the creators. I think we're going to look at some of those and I'm going to find some things to look at. And he's probably going to, Chris will probably be our source for more indie comics and artwork and that kind of thing. And I'm going to dig into web series and short films and things like that. So that said, we have kind of an open slate right now. We sort of have a an idea of where we want to go, but the exact content's not there. So if you have any ideas, if you have any thoughts, if you've seen something or read something that really clicked with you or resonated, hit us up on Twitter um, at Bearded Beacon um, or twitter.com slash Bearded Beacon. Um, email us, beardedbeacon at gmail.com and reach out to us and let us know um, if there's anything out there that you think, oh man, it'd be great if you guys talked about this or talked about that or have you read this or that. Please reach out to us and, and let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to get listeners involved in this and, you know, really form a community. I think we've talked about this before, but, you know, it's not just Chris and I, or sometimes me, just sitting here rambling. It's not that. It's, you know, we want to engage with y'all and we want to, we want to talk and have a conversation and get y'all's thoughts too on, on, uh, on all the stuff that, that we find and discuss and kick around. So please do. Um, like I said, Twitter, twitter.com slash bearded beacon, Gmail or bearded beacon at gmail.com. Email us, tweet us, whatever. Um, you can find me at seal Adams. That's S E A L E A D A M S at Twitter. And then, uh, Chris's Twitter handle is the letter R the number 10 creations R 10 creations, uh, on Twitter. And that's, that's Chris's personal account. It's also his business account. His, uh, he's, uh, He's got his own graphics thing going. So anyway, I tend to ramble. But hit us up. Let us know. Tell us tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. There's Please, if there's something you'd love for us to talk about or are interested in us talking about or just think we should know about, let us know. Just a, a quick tweet, a quick email, and uh, we won't bite, I promise. Well, maybe Chris will, but I won't. So until next time, y'all take it easy and listen for the beacon. <laughs>